All right, welcome back to Graveyard Shift. I have with me Stephanie Neal. We're going to do some kind of little inserts along the way here with our Paranormal Podcast this year on Graveyard Shift, where we're actually at the KC Paracon. We run into some really interesting vendors and that are selling some really unique stuff, but also have bought homes that could interest you as paranormal seekers and researchers and even ghost teams that go out and hunt. And one of those homes is the McIntyre Villa, which was purchased by Stephanie Neal in January of 2018. And she's with us on the show for a little brief segment here that we like to call Paranormal Pit Stop, people that make it possible. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. How are you? Doing well, how are you? How did the convention go for you? It's great, it's busy. Yeah. Lots of people. Did you get a lot of interest into the McIntyre? Yes. Well, it seems like um, a lot of people that came to our table have been to the McIntyre. Um, so they were stopping by to say hi, and they all want to rebook. That's so awesome. So that's good. So that's good. So tell me a little bit about the McIntyre. Is it a bed and breakfast? No, it is not. It is just a home that we rent out to paranormal groups or um, paranormal events, any kind of event. Um, overnights, um, we just hand you the keys and I go back to my house in Lawrence, about an hour away, and the whole house is yours. That's phenomenal. That's a really cool mm-hmm. outreach. And you've done this since 2008. I think you had to do a little restoration work. Yes, we bought January 2018 and we started overnights June 2018. So it's fairly recent. Yes, one year. Yep. Okay, and then um, do you want to talk about price or is that something you do privately? Oh, sure, absolutely. Nope. Yeah. Um, Fridays and Saturdays for 10 people would be $400, so it's under 50 bucks a person. Sunday through Thursday would be $300 for 10 people. And they get the house from 3 to 5 in the afternoon until 10 the next morning. Okay, so you only want 10 people in that house. I will. It's a big house. It's 5,200 square feet. Wow. But I think smaller groups, um, you experience more, you can hear more. Um, mm. I try to not go over 15. If it's over 10, it's $50 extra a person. But most people are under 10. Yeah. Because they really want to experience it for yes. what it is. Yes. And so did you guys know the house had, you know, had haunts, history of haunts? Yes. The only reason we bought it. That's the only reason yep. why you bought it. Now, mm-hmm. do you own any other haunted location? No. No. So this Although is my, the business name is Haunted Estate, so I'm hoping, <laughs> hoping, crossing fingers that I'll have more. <laughs> so you guys just real estate investors? Do you flip homes? I mean, how did nope. you get into it? You just <laughs> I just like ghost hunting and it came up that this house was for sale and it was haunted and it was for sale for about eight months. Apparently nobody wants a haunted house is what our realtor, realtor told us. Um, that's the only reason we got it. Um, I like ghost hunting. My husband does not, but he saw the house and it's gorgeous. It's huge. It's gorgeous. And he's, he couldn't say no. I mean, I'm looking, I looked at the pictures. I talked to your husband a little bit <laughs> yesterday mm-hmm. uh, on day one and I, it's, it's, it's vast, I think is the best way to explain it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's now, what are some of the cool things that you found out about the house? Have you guys had experiences doing stuff? Has he, has he become more of a paranormal? He, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Before, I would take him to the Lent Mansion or Ohio State Reformatory. His thinking was, if you want it to be haunted, if scary, it's scary. If you don't, it's not scary. And once we bought the house and we spent quite a few nights there in the beginning, he realizes there are multiple things in the house and he just doesn't want anything to do he doesn't want them to bother him and he won't bother them so he was telling me yesterday that he actually has part of the part where you guys stay is the most on is the suicide room. oh my gosh well okay we don't know if it was the room that the guy that charles killed himself but it's very active and but then the whole the room he's talking about is on the second floor and 
If you ask me, the entire second floor is the most uncomfortable area in the house. Really? Anywhere on the second floor. And so do you, have you done a lot of the deep digging? Have you found any of the death certificates? you know how many people died there? To date, I have nine documented deaths, and one of them being a suicide. But there are 25 years, um, 1924 to 1952, it was a rooming house or boarding house, Flop house yep. that we have no idea what went on during that time frame. So I'm trying, but it's hard since I can get the owner's names, but I can't get the people who live there. Yeah, it's a transitional home. It's one of those mm -hmm. transient homes. Actually, this happened a lot, um, especially right around that time. 1949, the famous one in St. Louis is the Lemp Mansion. Yep. Mm -hmm. you, and you've been to the I'm Lemp Mansion. I'm obsessed with the Lemp Mansion. Okay. I've been nine times. Okay. Cool. Well, that's where we're at. We're out of St. Louis. Nice. And my documentary is actually on a Lemp family member. Awesome. It's on Elsa. We believe that her death was a murder. Yes, it, uh, it was. <laughs> I love it already. And um, she actually didn't die in the mansion. She was raised in the mansion, was born in the mansion. But when you when you talk about Charles, your Charles, mm -hmm. Charles of McIntyre, mm -hmm. um, we know that he did, did commit suicide with a twenty two caliber. Okay, I got this wrong yesterday. It's a twenty two caliber rifle. Okay. Yes, he. Uh, the newspaper article says he was having dinner. He had a headache. He took a headache pill, went upstairs, five minutes later, he shot himself in the right temple, lodged in the left side of his brain, for two hours he was alive, and then he died somewhere on the second floor. Yeah, the 22 doesn't have a lot of force uh, from ignition. That's what I, that's what I hear. I had no idea. I'm usually like, 22s mm -hmm. in, the, in the skull, so usually those bullets never emerge. But normally in a suicide like that, there are times where they'll actually fire the rifle first. So it might be cool to take a nice little metal detector and go through the walls to see if there's any studs left in there. Just got a metal detector. So. Perfect. There you go. Looking, <laughs> yep, I gotta look, you're yep, looking for lead. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Nefarious metals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Hey, what Jeff was talking about yesterday was the room that we would lock off if, for overnights. It's just our room. The bathroom, you know, like doors open up on their own. We hear a lot of shuffling around. Just very strange. It's so It was very active. So I'm like, we have to open this up to people. We have to. So... Once we opened it up, which is, it's only been about two weeks now, it's, it's just uncomfortable in that room. So I don't know if that's where he killed himself, but we're just guessing. So how are you, I mean, so it, to get a 25 years lapse where you probably, you probably lost a lot of the gems of the home and the, and the estate sales and stuff like that. Have you, been, have you been able to, or managed to get furniture from that time period back in there? Yes. Okay. We have furnished every room. The only thing that came with the house was the rocking chair that Goldie died in in 1969. We have that. That was a deal breaker. That had to come with the house. Um, everything else we purchased from Facebook Marketplace or antique stores. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so you actually do have a haunted object. I mean, you would label. Is the haunted, does it do anything on its own? Does it rock on its own? The previous owners told us it rocks on, their, on its own. I've never seen it rock on its own. You probably but don't. I also don't sit in that room either. I'm it's we just we call it Goldie's parlor because her name her nickname was Goldie, but I've not seen it rock. Now, did did you put it in the same room she killed herself in, or yes. she died in? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Yes. So it's, it's not the same location, Ooh. but it's in the same room. Maybe we need to put it in the right location, I, or maybe it'll make its way there. Oh, that'd be awesome. And then we'll see it for <laughs> sale sign. Awesome. <laughs> no, probably so. Probably so. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, well, I liked ghosts until they were real, and yeah. um, we're good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, the only thing I haven't experienced is an apparition, and I'm so good with that. Body? I'm good with that, yes. Yeah. Full-body mm -hmm. apparition, man, that is like the, it's the golden ticket. Mm, yeah. it's, um, 
I have not seen one. I've been doing it for a while. Our show is very, our show's hard to be on. Um, we've, you know, we've pissed a couple people off here that tried to be on it, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to come after people. Mm-hmm. It's like if you show me a blurred picture, I'm a cinematographer. I'm going to tell you, well, that's just your shutter speed, buddy. When it comes back and down to those types of aspects, you have to really set yourself up. But the full-bodied apparition somebody I mean it's so fresh and, and, and prior to you guys owning the house did they do investigations? They had a few investigations um, with the Mr. and Mrs. Girardi passed away in the house and that's who purchased the house from Goldie in 1969 they both died in the house and then the four children inherited the house so we purchased the house from the four children they gave us some stories that they experienced but they also had a few paranormal nights maybe two or three around October time. Yeah. Um, they always stayed in the house. They never left, so which is fine. I just know that I've gone, I've gone to a lot of different places, and I just want someone to... I'm not a group person. I like having groups at the house. I just go home. So I... No, it's fine. I think what you're trying to say is that, like, activity is based on the people within the home, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And they... You asked about if they had paranormal nights. Yes, they did. It was just more... That's actually how we got into the house to even see it. Okay, so yeah. you did a ghost hunt there. Yes, we did. Because a realtor, a real estate agent would not show us the house unless we had a pre-approval letter, and we were not in the market to buy a house. So we had to, and it was around October when we first started um, looking at the house, and so we just bought a paranormal ticket. And we got in. I did the ghost hunt with the group, and my husband just stayed back and talked to the um, both of the sons and asked you know questions about the house. Right, so now mm-hmm. when you did the hunt, was the house furnished, or was it just... Yes, it was furnished. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was... So the only deal breaker you really got was that rocking chair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably one of the, you know, the coolest things. So mm-hmm. are you going to look for furniture that might have been in that house at the turn of the century? That's or? a good question. It's got... It's all back from the 19, early 1900s. Yeah, so it could have been. Yeah. I mean, if it's locally or in the area, it might have been. Mm-hmm. We do have one set of furniture that came from a funeral home that was in there for at least 30 or 40 years. Um, so just, like, stories behind the, the furniture... That's pretty interesting. Um, we have dining room table chairs that came. A lady ch- traded her horse for her chairs. Oh, wow. I mean, so the, it's old furniture. It's fragile furniture. Um, it's We sit on anything. Um, we touch anything. Ta- you know, Don't take anything, but yeah. we, it's all just out there. People. Some people think we're crazy, saying you just let people have your house. There, It's nice stuff. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> I do. You have insurance, you have liability, I mean, you do mm-hmm. these things. And, and like, no, I have that security mansion, cameras. <laughs> right. Yeah. And all that mansion is, and the security cameras are going to be your best friend one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. What, that's when you're going to catch it. It's like, mm-hmm. what did it happen in what room? Yep. And then you'll you'll try to, and that's oh, when it gets creepy. I've had, um, Jeff actually had a friend spend the night a couple of weeks ago. And so I was ghost hunting from home while his friend was at the house. And he was like, check your security camera at this time and this camera. Sure enough, got a voice that said, come back. Oof. And so, but we would never have known that if he hadn't sent me a text, because most people don't send me a text saying, check your camera. So they don't like the cameras, but they're staying on. <laughs> I like I mean, them. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, Charles uh, was a, didn't, doesn't he have like a history with the war or something? Didn't he come back? He was in World War I okay. and had um, pneumonia. Okay. And I guess the symptoms were way worse back then, so he had lots of headaches. Yeah, congestion. And I guess, yeah, sure. just couldn't. So he's probably a younger guy when he died. 34. You're an attractive woman, so sometimes there's a tie to that, that Ooh. it could be more active when females are in the house. This is this is a real, this is a habit at Lent Mansion, actually. That's funny you say it, because just yesterday, I was, even today, I was telling Jeff that, and everybody else I was talking to, that when Jeff leaves, 
It's crazy. It's active. It yep. He just go to Walmart, and I'm like, come back. Yeah. It's crazy. They might just not like him, you know? It's like, oh, that's my territory. I, that's my theory. I'm like, either they don't like him and they're coming out to say hi to me, or they hate me and want me to leave, too. I don't know which. I think, I don't know. In some I'm going to go with the first one. <laughs> in some cases, a lot of times what you get is, I, I think that they would have made their presence known, you know, because there's not a family tie anymore, and that mm-hmm. could sometimes, you know create something and disrupt something when you bring furniture in but the fact that you really i mean you ripped out shag carpets thank god but the, also the fact that you guys have done some restoration brought it back to the mm-hmm. to the old ways yes. that is basically stirring up like oh my god this is familiar and we get those familiar spirits now yes and so that's kind of invoking so the mcintyre is located atchison kansas most haunted town in kansas yes it is mm-hmm. we have some decent really good friends uh tony and deb pickman yeah i just met them um in omaha Okay. March or April, yes. They're awesome. Yeah, if you can get Tony to come out, man, he'll, he'll, he'll definitely... I told him to come. They've never been at the house. Oh, wow, And yeah. I'm like, you got to come over. That's just a treat in general. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Tony will pick up on something in depth, too. So, yeah. so Action Kansas, do you have a direct address? Yeah, 1301 Kansas Avenue. Kansas, 1301 Kansas mm-hmm. Avenue. That's yep. easy. That's almost like 3322 Lump Ave. There you go. That's, that's right. No place. <laughs> so it was great having you on the show. We're going to do Thank a little you. snippet for the, the McIntyre. I'm excited. I'm probably going to get my team together and do something before you guys book out and hopefully you can join us when we're there and, and if we're not getting anything we might just invite you back on that Saturday and be like alright you gotta stick around for us and I can stir stuff up <laughs> <laughs> get it going yep. alright so it was great to have you on my show thank you so much thank you alright <laughs>